passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Poison Rana. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we are live. Twitch. No, sorry. YouTube.com slash postwrestling. I'm yes. all in a flummox. Wow, what a day. What a night. We, we, we're doing all this again. We just we just thought we went live, but weren't live. Yeah, we just so recorded 30 seconds. Now this is the bit where we, we redo our jokes and laugh. All right, get ready for this. Yeah. We are Braden Davey. We are up next. We are the BDE. We are your NXT friends. Friends! And we will always be your NXT friends. Whether NXT is run by Shawn Michaels... Triple H, Vince McMahon, Pritchard. the Saudis. Yeah, yeah we'll still watch we'll, NXT. We'll still be your NXT. We'll friends. still be, we'll be here. here through thick and thin. We'll be like cockroaches. Yeah. At the, by the time that this whole world ends, it will be just us and NXT. We are recording this Tuesday, January tenth, ten twenty p.m. After NXT went off the air earlier tonight, and the whole pro pro wrestling world is buzzing over the huge news yeah it's huge jinder mahal returned to nxt tonight oh my god i mean wow this crazy tonight show it, it reminded me of a raw after wrestlemania you know you had huge returns like jinder mahal coming back we had tiffany stratton return crazy we had gallus come back 
We had Dallas. ropes exploding in, yeah. in world title matches. Absolutely we had two crazy. people win a battle royal. What else could there be to talk about today yep. but NXT New Year's Evil? That's it. And that's the only thing people want to talk about yeah. tonight. There wouldn't be anything else to talk about except NXT New Year's Evil, which mm. is just what a momentous night. So and, anyway, what, what have you done today? I don't know. There's not really anything else going on. I was at work. Our internet's been down a bit. It's Internet was down too. Yeah, yeah I haven't been on the internet all day. <laughs> Have you? No, not really. No. I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Yeah. Ever since Elon bought it, you know, I've been a little shaky on there. But mm. uh, let me just go on there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all grown up. This is crazy. Is this insane? This... By the end of this, this podcast, maybe we'll learn something. Maybe we won't. I, I think, shall we just, uh, to make things easier next Christmas and not put so much on our plate, Shall we just record, like, best match ever 2023 and just talk about the Osprey-Okada match and then the big news of 2023 and just talk about today? Should we just do that? I mean, we don't know. have a break We don't know. Like, again, we're recording this right after NXT. We don't know anything except uh, Steve Blackman's going to show up in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Triple H is going to AEW. Uh, What other (laughs) outlandish things can I just say? You you had me with the first one. Yeah, yeah. That's bigger than anything. Yeah, that would be huge. Uh, Yeah, what a crazy day. So, uh, Vince McMahon, we talked all about it on Poison Rana on Sunday. We go live every Sunday at 2 p.m. On our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Poison Rana. Um, and yeah, things have just been rapidly kind of changing since then. There were the uh, the sort of letters that came out with uh, the whole board unanimously being against Vince coming back. And he was a bit like, well, fuck you, I'm doing it. Yeah. And he's come back. We had uh, some people resign. We had um, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios come back. And then today... Who? Uh, today, uh, Stephanie McMahon, after saying how excited she was for this, uh, this opportunity with Vince coming back, uh, resigning and saying, well, she wanted to take a, an absence of leave, a leave of absence earlier last year. And then she came back when Vince stepped down. And well, now she can extend that leave of absence to, uh, resigning. Yeah. And if that wasn't big enough, then we're seeing, like, as NXT is happening, all these tweets from journalists and stuff. Pro wrestling journalists, yes. Saying, oh my god, guys, have you heard what I heard? Because I can't say yet, oh but god. have you heard it? My, oh, it's big. It's yeah, I can big. see a few people doing that in the chat yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, it, we we are uh, we never call ourselves journalists in mm. wrestling. We're just two idiots who love wrestling and talk about it. Mm. Uh, but the, we're, st- we're, st- we're still fans. We are still fans at the end of the day, and... Uh, yeah, we, we talk about wrestling, give our views and reviews and opinions on it and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is something that's crazy. By, by the time you're listening to this, big news could have already broke. There could be different things. People online are speculating that yes, WWE is, is going to be sold or, or something along the lines that it might not be a public traded company again. There's talks that Triple H is also, you know, done leaving the company as well, which would just absolutely be crazy. I mean, how much, Money would Tony Khan have to pay to use you two beautiful day for a great comeback vignette for uh, what terror rising? Yeah, <laughs> in all elite wrestling, <laughs> we just got Cody coming back to WWE and now Triple H. You know, if that's that, just there's no merit to this whatsoever as we're recording. Yeah, this is like, gonna be a, a weird show because we'll we'll kind of probably start by talking about all the the Stephanie stuff, which is stuff we do know at this point. Uh, and then we'll get into the review. But if anything's kind of breaking as we're 
yeah. we're recording, we will talk about it. And to be fair, we wanted to invite John Pollock on uh, for the first five minutes, but he said nothing happens on a Tuesday, so we thought we'd give him the night off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, as so it goes. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll 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 fill you in as what we know so far. What we know, Stephanie McMahon gone from WWE. So yes. that is pretty crazy. When Vince, we thought Vince was gone. Vince comes back. And shortly after Steph is gone, there's I mean, some things the, going on. The fact that that whole thing said the, you know, the board are unanimously against Vince coming back. That includes Triple H. That includes Stephanie. You're out, Norman. Uh, and it's, I mean, I know people keep on comparing it to succession, but it does feel like that. Like there's a bit of a, Crazy. a coup within and then the old man's like, nah, you ain't fucking me. Right. And... It's, it's no, crazy. that's what got him in trouble. Actually. Well, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, I mean, as of 15 minutes ago, Casty Haynes of Body Slam is saying that he is told the Saudi deal is done and they're taking the company private. Obviously, we'll want to like hear from like a lot of sources first, but that, that yeah. does seem to be the rumor. That Kermit guy right on Reddit now. seems to be saying similar things. So yeah, there's there's things all over the place. Again, if we if we you know we're here to talk about. The NXT, but this is some big news if WWE is, in fact, if there's any merit to any of these kind of stories. It, like, it does. So, like, today I just bought my uh, hotel in Montreal because I'm yeah. excited about Chamber. And it, it does make me feel a bit icky right now with everything going on. Icky. It's like, ah, I was kind of excited in this, you know, Triple H-led SmackDown with Sammy being the guy and all that. And it's yeah. it does... Well, you thought you felt bad when you when you were watching those Saudi Mania shows. How about watching every WrestleMania yeah. as a Saudi Mania? Yeah. <laughs> I'll still get Schwartz, though. That would be nice. What's Schwartz? Schwartz, the, the smoked meat. Oh, down in Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. 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 I'll make John try some poutine. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Uh, when, when Shane McMahon left WWE, we did a best match ever Shane McMahon. Pretty so it's probably only ago. fitting that we do a... This February, best match ever Stephanie McMahon. Leave the memories alone. Pour one out for Stephanie McMahon and WWE. What are some of your greatest W? I mean, anything involving Triple H, Steph in the original storyline? I have said before, yeah, the the thing that I was kind of casually watching wrestling and then yeah. the thing that I was hooked was when Steph turned on Vince right. at Armageddon. Just like she did and today. And years old was <laughs> the other way around. I think Vince finally got his own back from Armageddon 99. Boy, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Re- resigned. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got fired. <laughs> uh, what's, what's, yeah, what's some other Steph? Uh, she's had a lot of moments I didn't enjoy in WWE, to be quite honest. Uh, the match wasn't great, but the Steph Brie Bella thing was pretty fun. Get out of here. For SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, her best match is clearly the tag with Ronda and Kurt Angle and, and Triple yeah. H. Yeah, that one's pretty good at WrestleMania. Vince versus Stephanie McMahon. That would be a great re- that's what we're watching after this show tonight. Who would have no thought mercy watching, watching that uh that match that uh Ronda would be the last one left <laughs> in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh. Wow. C- wrestling's crazy. Yeah. Like if this like there's so much more to get into about wrestling than the actual wrestling. People don't even care about the actual wrestling these days. It's just everything else that's going on in between outside the ropes. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, just chaotic. And, uh, do we see Stephanie McMahon show up 
as the mysterious partner on Wednesday Night Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Steph partnering Soraya, yeah. Be Why great. not? Be great. I mean, yeah, maybe Brit's line about uh, I'm, you know, the boss. Everyone's thinking, oh, she's she's name dropping Sasha there. No. No, it was the, <laughs> the boss. boss. It was the boss. I'm all grown up now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some some people in the chat are giving their Stephanie McMahon memories in WWE. The Chris Leone in the chat says the Triple H Kurt Steph love triangle storyline. Oh yeah, that, that was, was some great. pretty good good stuff. Yeah. Uh, every every Monday Night Raw where Steph would come out and cut a 30 minute promo on absolutely nothing. Those were just great times as well. Steph owning ECW. Steph owning ECW. That was oh, pretty big. what about Stephanie McMahon single-handedly changing the women's wrestling revolution? She did that. As well. she, she, she did, did that. that. It all Guys, full she circle did that. Because Soraya said she was going to do the same thing on AEW, and now they're partnering. Look at that. Yeah. It's, it's funny how things work out yeah. in the world. But yeah, uh, will we ever see Stephanie McMahon? going oh that's what sorry they aired an ad tonight for the new a a and e wwe docs mm. and there's a jake the snake one but there's a china oh so china can finally go in the hall of yeah fame. steph steph and chips are gone put her yeah. in the hall of fame all right as she rightfully deserves yeah i'm sure the saudi princes are a big fan of china and they're like we need to put her in the hall of fame let's do the right thing let's do it but yeah, yeah. Uh, wow pull one out pull as one we out. do as we do here for stephanie mcmahon yeah yeah uh, hi everyone. This is this has been fun. Uh, we've it's not related to the the Steph stuff, but we got our first ever super chat. Wow, we got a super chat. We did yeah. Way said whenever we go live on this uh, post wrestling account on their YouTube, and we get a super chat during the times we are live, he will he will say that super chat is for us. So Exciting. we would we would recommend for all of you right now to give us a super chat, and we'll read it out here like. Ozzy of Steel, who writes in, I actually really liked the ending of the Battle Royal tonight. My guess is Roxanne retends at Vengeance Day, and then Toxic gets the main roster call-up for damage control at Mania. At Mania? Wow, Wow, someone actually wants to talk about NXT. Yeah. That feels like a a rarity here. I think I feel that would be quite soon for for Toxic Attraction to be in a a big match, like a a damage control at this point. But... Yeah, I do think a call-up is imminent. Yeah. We'll definitely jump into all the NXT. We we could definitely be jumping right back out of it if uh, things yeah. are confirmed and, and all that. But, yeah, what a time to be alive. I would uh, advise anyone who wants to follow the story, whether it's broke by the end of the day, the morning, the night, whatever, postwrestling.com for all the updates. John Pollock writes incredible articles. I love the thing he wrote about Dana White and Vince McMahon this week. I could not go off about that enough, but... All the work that everyone does at postwrestling.com, including all the podcasters, the writers, all the articles, everything, go check it out because uh, we got some great people covering all this craziness of pro wrestling. And uh, I speak for Davey and myself that we are gracious to be part of this community. And wrestling's supposed to be fun, but don't don't we all get real itty and excited when things like this happen? Because it's like, ah, it's like a whole... It's like, it's, I don't know. It's a drama, isn't it? Yeah. It really is a drama that yeah. we're watching. And whether it's all the crazy stuff happening today or just general kind of backstage politics yeah. and stuff, it's it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah. So uh, 
Thanks, Post Wrestling and all you postmarks. Thank you. And thanks to MJ, who just sent a super chat. He says, Happy New Year and congrats on the launch of Poison Rana. Best wishes. Thank you very much, Thank MJ. You. Thank you, all of you people. Uh, if you do want to hear more of us on uh, Poison Rana, Poison Rana on our podcast feed and YouTube, go check it out. We cover all the other stuff on in wrestling, including the Vince stuff. We talked about Wrestle Kingdom as well this week with Karen Peterson. Mm. That was a fun show we recorded this past Sunday, so go check that out. But you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash poisonrana. It's only five bucks a month to be a friend. And you get access to almost 500 podcasts and everything coming out this month, including a two-parter of Best Match Ever 2022, looking at the top 10 matches of the year, plus a Best Match Ever Great Muda, plus a movie review of Battle Royale. We're calling it Japanuary because yes. it's all J- Japanese wrestling related somewhat. And a review of what is the wrestling show? Wrestling Summit from the Tokyo Dome in 1990. Yeah. It was a... WWF, New Japan, and All Japan crossover show. Uh, it's kind of hard to watch it all, so we're, we're kind of just doing some research on this one and finding uh, clips on YouTube. We have put some links on the Patreon. But yeah, this should be a fun chat, a show that I didn't really know ever happened. So yeah, uh, thought it would fit into Japanuary quite well. And then, not sticking with the theme, we have an episode of Was Next, which we just recorded today, where we're talking about the December 4th, 2013 edition of NXT uh headlined by this was the Neville and Bo Neville Dallas, and Bo Dallas title match title. Sami Zayn is a super hot baby face back in the day which is crazy considering the run he's having now so lots of parallel things but yeah Page versus Natalia for the NXT women's yeah, title that was pretty sweet too yeah. so all these podcasts only five bucks go check us out we are content creators and we love to create content for our listeners and uh yeah there's all sorts of different things and links and all sorts of stuff we do a lot of podcasts but our main money is Tuesday nights where we talk about NXT wrestling. And I guess that's what we're going to do here tonight. Yes. NXT New Year's Evil from January 10th, 2023. And NXT for their kind of specials always start with uh, like one of their characters sort of basically previewing all the matches of the night. And this week it was Chase You, Andre Chase giving a class and saying, right, new semester means homework is to watch New Year's Evil. And they're, they're running down all the matches that are going to have. Um, Andre asks, whose form of justice will be served? And they're like, Tony D'Angelo, Dijak's going to serve him justice. Uh, one guy says he's looking forward to Dempsey versus Hank Walker. This pisses off Chase and kicks out Marcus, uh, kicks him out of the class. And says he doesn't want any of that stupidity around Thea Hale, who will be in the Battle Royal tonight. And Thea's really nervous. And they said, well, the other 19 women tonight don't have what you have. And that's your heart. I believe you can do it. She goes, yeah, I'm going to do it. Let's fucking go. I love that. They they love to let them swear, but then censor it and chase you, which adds like a bit of a definitely a lot of laughs, whatever they do. it. But she just so, you know, we call her scrappy deal all the time. That's definitely what she is. Uh, Chase you given the opportunity. They don't have a lot going on. on on this show but they starting the show kind of leveling it out explaining everything uh i thought it was all right it was pretty funny uh, i thought this was one of the better ones yeah. these kind of opening things i like them i think they're fun um we start right away with the number one contenders match for the north american title we've got wesley on commentary it's tony d'angelo taking on dijack and tony who's now more in a bit of a, a baby face role is taking it to dijack immediately uh, there's then the the gun stun, you know, like the Stone Cold yeah. drape over the top ropes. 
from Dijak and both fall to the outside. Dijak then sets Tony D up to run him into the barricade, but Stax sacrifices himself by diving between Tony and the barricade, so saving Tony here. And then this allows Dijak to just beat the shit out of Stax. He handcuffs him with a chain, handcuffs him to the uh, to the turnbuckle, but then turns uh, and then hits a spine buster on Tony D'Angelo. Uh, and then this kind of draping, twisting neckbreaker from the ropes. Uh, Tony D comes back with a spine buster of his, his own, teases the fisherman suplex, but can't quite get Dijak up, who then comes back with a super kick and high justice, which is his... Uh, like south of heaven the choke bomb choke bomb uh and this was a great near fall actually uh tony d'angelo kicking out right at the last second uh i thought the crowd really kind of like bit on this one uh stacks then uh as tony's getting up in the corner stacks is in front of him and asks can i finish it boss can i do it for you and tony says no your family kisses him on the forehead but turns around and gets big booted by dijack and wins. Yeah, the cyclone boot. I love that yeah. move. It looks sweet. Where you, it, for some reason, when you spin in the air, it affects it hurts, more. hurts more. Yeah, it does. Uh, this was pretty funny considering last week where what Dijak had this guy handcuffed and like he was, it was like Liam Neeson where he was gonna like torture him essentially, and then for some reason had a tape recorder recording mm. the whole thing like a talk boy. Uh, so it's like a mafia movie where Stax is freed and then wants to take the bullet mm. for Tony and Tony's like, no. And then he moves him and then he takes it and ends up losing. Uh, there was some good wrestling in between. It was kind of funny, but I, I enjoyed it for an opening match. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying this, this kind of story with Tony and, and Stax. Uh, I think Stax has really been stepping Stax. up. And uh, I wonder, do you think this is uh, Tony will now? turn on stacks because it ended up kind of costing him the match or or do you think he's that was him showing he's a fully full baby face now and he's kind of embraced stacks yeah like, no you've done your job yeah I, I could see it going either way but i mean really he did kind of cost him the match because he jumped in front he did mm. he got in the ring when the ref was like yo why are you in mm. the ring so yeah there's there's a gripe there maybe we get that eventual match between stacks and tony maybe stacks separates and Tony's no longer a family. I mean, he's yeah. really just been the two of them since they lost two times. Uh, Cole Carter, mm. AEW sensation, Cole Carter. Wait, same person? Yeah. Wow. Did you know that? Uh, I thought he was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wrestled Sting. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I, I'm interested in seeing Dijak versus Wes. We were thinking they were going to do a triple threat. Yeah, but it definitely seemed built still to could a triple be. threat, but I think maybe because they're trying to turn D'Angelo babyface that yeah. they maybe don't want him to like you know, mess the dynamic up yeah. with Wesley being the baby there. I love, I love, but also don't love because it just makes me laugh. So it's definitely, it's, it's so cheesy, but it's the little things that they go, Dijak, your new character is justice. justice. So you're going to wear the trench coat, the glasses like the Terminator. Okay, cool. What about your entrance? All right, we'll make it black and white. So he, the, the colors changed to mm. that. I feel like Karrion Cross was the last person oh, to do They're doing loads of funky yeah. stuff with people it, now. It's so cheesy that this mm. guy's big boss man in black and white. But yeah, uh, the match between Dijak and Wes will be great. I think so. I yeah. think that would be really, really pretty good. Uh, and I could see them going with Dijak. Yeah. Um, we see uh, Toxic Attraction backstage. Mackenzie Mitchell's interviewing them. And JC says it's n- inevitable that one of them will win. And they'll go on. And it's fitting that it's called Vengeance Day because they will get their revenge, essentially. Uh, 
Um, and Mackenzie asks, well, what happens if it's toxic attraction left in the ring at the end? What will happen? And they kind of brush her off and just say, you will hear your winners are toxic attraction, uh, saying that they'll both win. Tonight, we're them. both going to win. How many mm. times have you seen that in wrestling where it's like, don't worry, we'll both, both win. win it. Do it for us. Uh, I love Gigi Dolan's like it Georgie yellow rain jacket attire and like a cop hat or something like mm. that. Very fashionable. Uh, looks, looks very bright, but nice yellow. It's a good outfit. Yeah. 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 No, no. They, they always look pretty great. Well, I thought you hate JC Jane. Uh, no, she's even she, she's growing on you no sorry wow. i'm just a little distracted just looking at trying to look oh, at everything going on yeah. as well as talk about jc jane who uh yeah she's okay yeah yeah um yes we go on to our next match it's going to be the creed brothers taking on indus sheer but sanger comes out on his own and says uh that unfortunately veer is not here tonight but he's willing to go and fight two on one. And Julia says, no, you said the whole time this was about respect and that you want us at our best. Well, how are we going to do that if it's two on one? And from behind, Jinder Mahal attacks Julius Creed, beats him up. And then uh, he says, he gets the mic and says, Sanger and Veer may do this for respect, but I don't. Uh, and this is going to kind of continue on later in the night with Jinder. That's right. The big news everyone is waiting for tonight is Jinder Mahal is back. And instead of being on Raw or SmackDown, he's here on NXT. And uh, just people are really excited. It's it's going to change everything possibly here in NXT. He, he got an all right reaction, though, here. Actually. He did. They popped hard. I know, yeah. I know this is the... It's this crowd yeah. and kind of pop for everything. Um, but I I was kind of surprised by it. Um, yeah. And I think it I think it will be better for Indusheer having it as a ha, as a trio. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So uh I mean, without spoiling, Jinder's gonna wrestle later tonight on this very episode. So yeah. Yes. Uh shout out everyone in the Twitch chat who is uh upset that we're talking about NXT and not WWE being sold by the Saudis. If they were here twenty minutes ago, maybe they would have heard that, but is it confirmed yet? I don't know. But I need to know what who Jinder Mahal wrestles tonight. So Zaya Brookside is getting married this year. You see, I'm just going through Twitter. Are you just scrolling her. through? Scrolling. What, you think Vince is going to put out a tweet being like, <laughs> sold yeah. millionaire, Vince McMahon's millionaires. What was this thing when he gave out money every Raw? Yeah. It's going to be like that. Yeah. So Jinder's back. More about Jinder later. Hi, new people in the post YouTube chat, because everyone's tuning in now and they're like, why are these two, who are, the, who are these two <laughs> clowns talking about Jinder Mahal and the Creed brothers? Come on. Sorry, but the New Day were, were here tonight. Hey, the New Day were on NXT too. Should we just stop talking about NXT? God. We've been saying that for years. <laughs> If 2.0 didn't get me to stop, I don't know what will, to be honest. Saudis, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this whole show is just going to be like that. <laughs> Strap in, people. It's going to age so quickly. Yeah, this, this will be, unless, this will be not you funny hear tomorrow. About uh, pretty deadly curling their hair. I just wanted Disney to buy WWE. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Disney, we have two Disney princesses here in, in Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. In in red lace outfits, they look fantastic! Wow, pretty. So they've got rollers in their hair. They're curling their hair. Ready for? They're getting ready to look good for their match for later up. Their match and 
Kofi and Xavier Woods come in and they're like, yo, what, what are you doing? Why, why aren't you out there? Like, Sorry. Well, as Indusheer versus the Creed's didn't happen, it means you're up next. The gauntlet match is next. And they're like, oh, my curlers. And then as they run off the new day, are like, wait, their hair's always really straight. Why are they wearing curlers? But pretty funny. I've enjoyed these yeah. segments between these two teams. They they rush to like get ready for the match, considering the match earlier was canceled. So they mm. are it would work like that. So yeah, we see Valentina Feroy's backstage who approaches Sanger and asks what he's doing. She's like, Sanger, this isn't you. That's not who you are. Oh man, didn't we didn't we ask for this? We last did week? last week. Yeah. We were like, yo, like someone's got to talk some sense into, the, into these guys, and it's got to be Valentina. Valentina. And here she is after a few weeks' disappearance. She's like, yo, I know you were the good person. We did yoga. We went to the park. You did that cannonball. We all laughed. Yeah, and now you want to beat up the Creed, then you brought Ginger back? Like, what possibly What's... worse could you do? <laughs> <laughs> and Sanger says, this is who I am, standing with my brothers. Um, and then Electra Lopez comes in and kind of gives Valentina a bit of a pep talk here. She says, they're thinking about themselves and you should do the same. Think about yourself. Because it's 20-woman battle royal tonight and it's every woman for themselves. I, I kind of like, I think if, I feel like on a Raw or a SmackDown, um, even an NXT, the kind of story that Valentina's was with Sanger for a while would have been completely dropped. They're like, nope, we're changing direction. Sanger's with Veer. I kind of like that that's still a thing. Because, th- I mean, this is such a, a tiny part of NXT, but it's a nice detail, I think. I will say that's something WWE, I don't think, has done really well. And when they try to do it, then they beat you over the head with it. Like, hey, remember when we were partners? Then it's like, oh, exactly. yeah, okay. Whereas, like, NXT definitely weaves in the stories through the times. And, and maybe that is credit to... <laughs> How ridiculous we joke about the Monopoly map of like yeah, the, NXT. The university, the yoga studio, but the, the barbershop. But these characters do all interact backstage. Yeah. Which is, whereas it's often you're all very much in your bubbles in wrestling. Whereas I, I kind of like it's would it be, free flowing here. Would it be too far-fetched to say Valentina should join this stable? Or like, uh, she doesn't seem like it right now, but she I mean, could she turn. got eliminated during the break tonight, didn't she? I think. Oh, so oh no, she, no, 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 she... So she could step it up. She could hang out with former WWE champions. I mean, that's that's a faction right there. Sangavir, Jinder, Valentina Feroz. It's going to change everything. Yeah. Book it. Be the the JS, the Jinder Appreciation Society. (laughs) (laughs) Ulyssa Leon will come back. She'll have the the Anna J role. I do miss the Bollywood boys. I wish they were more featured. They should be a more featured act in AEW. They're both Sammy Guevara, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Remember when Randy kill, almost killed them? In that? Yeah. 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 Mm. Damn. Right. Any news? <laughs> <laughs> so Pretty Deadly come out and they're ready for their gauntlet match. They said we'll go up against three of the top teams in the tag division uh, to prove that we deserve a shot at the NXT tag titles. And, well, they introduced their first opponents and I think they said their names are Flying, flying Brian Williams and like jumping Jackson. It's two jobbers. They're coming out as the Rockers. Sorry, the Rockers music hit, and yeah. I thought I was going crazy <laughs> for a second. Like your brain only has so many like things that you can remember and keep in there, unlocked in this this dome of ours. And for some reason, when wrestling themes hit, 
that are super dated, I can still understand what it is. Mm. And as soon as the Rockers theme hit, I like turned and jumped almost, almost jumped. Let's be serious. Almost jumped out of my seat. It's like you in the toilet at Raw where Johnny Gargano's music hit. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Freaking out. <laughs> like the Rockers music hits and I'm like, sorry, there's no way... Like You thought Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels were wrestling pretty deadly. Today. Who runs NXT? <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Sorry, again, you think Marty Jannetty. I think <laughs> I think crazier things have happened in the last <laughs> year of wrestling true, than true. Marty Jannetty showing up on NXT. <laughs> Book it. I mean, this would be the day you do it when no one's paying attention to what's going on on NXT. I want the Rockers reunion one time in NXT. So we thought it was crazy that they were calling it New Year's Evil this week when it's 10 days Two into Two weeks month. after but New Year's. we know Year's. why now. <laughs> New Year's? Today is the New Evil. Year's Evil of WWE. Yeah, we understand. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so essentially, these two jobbers come out uh, and just they've picked the very like most geeky, generic-looking guys here and pretty deadly make quick work of them. Uh, rolling elbow to the back of the head. Uh, Booker is pretty funny on commentary here because he's bigging up these guys as top stars yeah. and saying, I tried to book these guys on a reality of wrestling show, but but they were just so booked up. They were booked all around the world. I think he had them confused with the real rockers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to book the rockers. And it's uh, spilt milk and pretty deadly win pretty convincingly. Yeah. Um, and they go to kind of tease... Their next opponent's coming out when the New Day music hit and they come out and say, nah, we, we knew you had something up your sleeves like this. So we've lined up two of the actual best teams in this division and they introduce Idris Enofe and Malik Blade. Yeah, and it, Idris, for anyone kind of uh, keeping score at home, Idris is wrestling in a, in a shirt. This, this is so funny. <laughs> so... He just put out a tweet uh, where, or like an Instagram where he showed like the stencil of a tattoo. He was at a tattoo shop. He was getting a stencil of the WWE logo on his chest. He's clearly wearing a shirt here tonight because he knew of the news beforehand and yeah. wanted to cover up the WWE <laughs> logo for obvious reasons. But uh, so he's been trolling the, the interwebs for a while. And here he is. I know he's been wrestling at house shows with the shirt on, too. That's so here he is on TV wearing it. So you cannot see mm. if he does have or have not the tattoo, which I hope. How, how long is he going to play this out for? I he feel like released tomorrow. To be honest, I feel like to, I feel like the joke after today would definitely like eh, maybe I don't want that. There was no mention on commentary of it though. No. I was waiting for like maybe it didn't look line. like out of place. It looked like a shirt designed to wrestle in. So, for sure, yeah, yeah. At least it's not a sweater vest. That's all I really. Like, sorry, yeah, that Malik. could have worked as well. Yeah. Um, there's tandem conhilos from Idris and Malik to the floor. Uh, Anofe has a hot tag. He hits a big spine buster, uh, but pretty deadly get the blind tag in and get the advantage. They hit an, in, uh, sorry, an assisted gut buster, but Anofe kicks out. And then Malik Blade blind tags himself in as Prince is setting up for a superplex on Idris. Hits the superplex, but Malik comes off the other turnbuckle with a big frog splash on Prince yeah. for a great near fall here. Very FTR-like, mm. revival-like, the superplex splash combo. Except it's he's doing it on the person yeah. giving the superplex. Yeah, yeah. So I thought this was uh, was pretty great, um, but uh, pretty deadly kick out. Malik then tags Inofe back in to hit like a fireman's carry into a blockbuster, but Wilson breaks up the pin 
And then Anofi rolls up Wilson, uh, but they're by the ropes. And uh, Elton Prince on the outside pushes uh, the the kind of roll up. So it goes onto the other shoulders and pretty deadly pick up the win here in pretty fun match these two had. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Idris and Malik are a team that have completely stepped up in the past, I'd say, like year, but specifically the last like six months. Definitely evolving as not only like good in-ring performers and can get it done and pretty much show up and show off comparing against certain people they're in the ring with. But they're also coming into their own with like character work. Malik seems to be more of the one that's a bit more awkward and maybe finding his footing, you know, the sweater vest and all that. Where Idris seems to be the more fun one, relaxed one, clearly trolling, having fun and, and knows kind of what he's doing. So uh, I, I'm into these guys. And like I've said a few times now, I think they'll be champions by I, next year. I think year. these two could uh, could do really well. Um, I think we keep on seeing them in a lot of backstage segments. And I think that's a good idea because I think Malik especially needs to feel a bit more comfortable uh, with the character stuff. But you're in NXT, so absolutely put them on all these segments. Because I, I could totally see them being... Uh, a good tag team in in WWE, and we're we're starting to see a bit of a tag division form on the main roster, slowly but surely. I think there have been some fun tag matches up there uh, with likes of Street Profits, Usos, etc. So yeah, I I see these guys could be could be pretty big. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I like those guys. Uh, well, the match doesn't end though. The match doesn't end because then Gallus come out. Yeah, the return of Gallus back from their suspension. If things couldn't, couldn't get crazier in today's of news of pro wrestling, yeah. not only gender, but Gallus. We see, wow. sorry, it was actually Briggs and Jensen were meant to come out. Their yeah, music right. hits, and then we see backstage they've been taken out by Gallus. So Gallus come out and take their place. And there's a uh, like a big half Nelson suplex from Mark Coffey, and then a power slam Enziguri combo uh, for the win from Gallus, making pretty quick work of Pretty Deadly here. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a shock considering Pretty Deadly have been doing these comedy sketches with mm. New Day. Um, and then Gallus coming in, sweeping the win. I don't care whatsoever. Uh, definitely like, I, I would imagine they're going to like a four way match or something like that along the line. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, Gallus don't do it for me at all. The only thing I wonder is this to just set up a Gallus. Uh, title match against New Day on the eve of Burns Night. Absolutely. So January 24th. Yes. Gallus versus New Day. Do some Scottish theme. Haggis Street And then fight. next day we'll be eating Haggis with Burns Night. With, with Loch Ness and an AEW. You know, night. Alba Fire will be celebrating Burns Night. Mm. Definitely. She Scottish. Likes burn, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, so. So Gallus going forward being the number one contender is yeah, definitely there's a bit a of a, like a stare down between New Day and I think yeah. So I hope this is on TV before the eventual pretty deadly match at Vengeance Day because yeah. that is the match. You're that's so for. soft if that's the match at the pay per view. What pretty deadly New Day? No, if it's Gallus. Oh, I, yeah, I no. I would think you you should do this before have this on TV beforehand and then I I don't I feel the match should be New Day pretty deadly again and this time pretty deadly get the win back. Yeah. Uh, shout out everyone in the stream who uh, are asking why we're talking about NXT <laughs> instead of uh, WWE being sold to Saudi Arabia. It's confirmed now. I don't know. But according to Corey, who seems to be a journalistic uh, integrity here in the chat, say, uh, really upset that we're discussing NXT. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, Can you guys. rewind on a yeah. live stream? How about I'm joining sure. our streams at the beginning? Yeah, we've been <laughs> online on here for yeah. a while now. But let's drop everything and discuss it again. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, back to the beginning, guys, because I, I really want to talk about, uh, <laughs> about Julius Creed. <laughs> yeah, I really want to talk about Diamond Mine. Why would we be talking about WWE being sold? being sold? to the sound. No, don't song. say that. <laughs> Diamond Mines have been sold to uh, the Saudis as well. Yeah. Well, NXT would definitely uh, be gone too. Yeah. Uh, well, well uh, guys, what do you want me to do? Am I. Stop the show. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates us apparently. God, where's John away? Oh my God. And nothing happens on a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So Julius Creed is backstage. He's pissed off about Jinder attacking him. And he goes, I'm sick and tired of getting dr- uh, jumped. And I don't care that he's a former WWE champion. I want to match with him tonight and I'm going to knock his teeth down his throat. And Ivy is like, why won't you back down from these guys? He says, there is no backing down. And he says he's going off to, to get this match made. Creed versus Jinder. To be fair, Diamond Mine get jumped a lot. Like everyone jumps them. Yeah. In, in every Dallas story. jumped them, didn't they? Everyone Follow even saw that one. They should probably, they should probably start like... Fixing that, so mm. good on him for going to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does Ivy keep on being like, guys, stop? Something Diamond Mine's gimmick since the beginning. Shout out Stokely. Shout out has, Tyler Rust has been our Diamond Mine. Okay, and like, is this gonna like survive and and things? That's been the whole gimmick the whole time. So so ridiculous. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, the chat wants us to talk about Saudi again. Do you have anything <laughs> else you would like to say? Oh, has it has it been? <laughs> Uh, we go to a diner in, in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, let's go to a diner. Let's do that. Let's go to the diner on NXT. And uh, we think it's, it looks like Apollo Cruz's diner. Just for the record, like, you don't think we, us watching NXT, you think we give a fuck about NXT tonight? No, absolutely not. But we have a job to make sure everyone knows what happens on this show that everyone else doesn't watch. Yeah. You all seem to know about the, the, yeah. the Saudi thing already. We're telling you what you don't know. Like uh, Carmelo Hayes has a diary. So this is uh, Carmelo Hayes like mocking, mocking Apollo, Apollo. Apollo's diner. Yeah, and he's saying that Apollo thought he could see himself as the next NXT champion. But I am. I am here. And he's doing like this, this narration in his head uh, as he's writing and Trick interrupts his thoughts. He like comes into his thoughts and he's uh, and Mello's mad about this. And then Trick comes into the diner and he's wearing a lucha mask for some reason. And I guess because he's been feuding with Axiom. And Mello says that the title, he's seen this vision and it isn't the title with Bronze name on it or Apollo's name on it. It's with his name on it and he will have it. And Trick says, yo, you don't need to just think that. Just say it and do it. So, yeah, just making fun of Apollo here. But So, Melo kind of still feuding with Apollo where he's clearly got this title match with Bron that's going to come down the line. Uh, you know I love Melo. Definitely one of the reasons I still enjoy watching NXT. And there's not many on this show. But Carmelo Hayes is a star. Will definitely be a big deal in WWE. Uh, I thought when the segment started where you see him mocking the diner with Apollo, that I would really love it. But I felt like something was off and it wasn't like hitting as, 
as funny as as cool as usually they come across. It cuts the trick wearing a lucha mask for some reason in the diner. I think the thing it's is, it's when it's so like produced like this, it just looks hokey. And I think if this was more, you know, if it looked a bit grainier and it was actually Trick and Mellow making one of these videos to mock Apollo. Yeah. Instead, the fact it was just, well, you've just got the WWE cameras and stuff. I don't know. It felt a little off. Yeah, it, it felt off. Considering Mello is our is our guy that we definitely rave about uh, week by week. So it, it felt like it was not maybe as executed as uh, as well as maybe they thought it was. But I mean, the match will eventually still be awesome. Uh, if like this feud, you know, going forward and everything. Uh, so so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chat's fire tonight. Chat's really fire. <laughs> I, I, uh, Corey in the chat says it's his first time here, and we and we roasted him. So I want to say sorry. We're sorry, Corey. But then he asked where you got your shirt. So there you go. It's like when you tweet Grayson Waller where he's got his shirt. So, anyways, what else happened on NXT tonight? <laughs> <laughs> the Sunrise Diner. Uh, yeah. So we left the diner. It's a real place, by the way, in in Florida. Yeah, we'll, we'll go one day. Um, we'll have a meetup one day when we're. When we're going to Saudi Mania in Orlando, Florida. Whoa, we'll we got to go to Saudi Mania. We'll Where is that next year? <laughs> Philly. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. We've got a New Year's countdown. We've been seeing these vignettes all this time for, for someone returning. Uh, counts down to New Year's on the 10th of January. and They've been airing these vignettes for, for a while now, saying the countdown is happening tonight. We've seen the blonde hair. We've assumed... And our assumptions have come true. The ball drops and out comes Tiffany Stratton, who, uh, yeah, has come back after a few months away. I think five months, did she say? Yeah. Seems quite a while. Um, She says she's back. How badly did you miss me? You probably missed me so much. It's like not even funny. And every woman back there is sweating like a disgusting pig because NXT's biggest superstar is back. And I can't blame them for feeling so inferior because I'm a revelation. And I picked up this business better than any woman ever can. And I've watched every woman fail miserably at trying to replace me. No one has my shine, my skill, or my style. And now 2023 can finally begin as the center of the universe is back. Yeah, I love me some Tiffany Stratton. We, we've seen that she's been away. We kind of assumed it was her. I think she was hitting a stride in NXT. And I'm, and for those maybe who don't watch week to week, I would say Tiffany Stratton is another one to watch, uh, going forward in WWE. She's got the look. She's she, got a character down. She brings up here about how quickly she's picked this up and yeah. she's not wrong. Like we've yeah. said, like in just a handful of matches, how much she's improved. Uh, yeah. I didn't think it was her best promo. She seemed to lose her way a little bit in the middle. Kind of, I think she got a little lost and there was a bit of a pause. Um, but, and it was a bit kind of, you know, generic, like, I'm attractive and popular right. heel stuff. I, I, I'd I, like to see her evolve a bit. Obviously, this is the return, so it's, it's okay. But I'd kind of like to see her character um, evolve and get a bit more depth. Because I, I think she's better than just this we've seen her do the daddy's little rich girl for a while now she's like definitely tried to evolve into like the alicia silverstone clueless the what reese witherspoon mm. legally blonde which she to me kayfabe wise fits great because mm. what a great time to re-debut when all the women have a number one contenders battle royal but you don't enter it <laughs> well, i guess she's not ready she's still healing up yeah i guess so 
Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where she can go. I, I was getting into she's, the... She's young as yeah. well. I think, I think she's got a very high ceiling. Yeah, for sure. Caden uh, and Katana are in the parking lot. And they say that today marks a record-breaking 161-day reign as NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. And they say uh, that they're going to go after the men's now as well. When Tiffany Stratton storms past them and uh, a, a journalist tries to ask her some questions. Fucking journalist. And she tells him to go away and shoves him away. And you see the camera kind of drop. Um, yeah, Caden and Katana, I do not find them likable at all. They're very like, heelish, yeah. They're meant to be baby faces, but I just think they come across very arrogant and yeah. obnoxious a lot of the time when they're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't care for it as much. I, I think they would make better as heels. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, we'll go to somewhat early uh, the NXT Championship match. Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker. Yeah, pretty interesting that they would go to this uh, in the middle, in the of, middle the of the show. Uh, and then kind of us, we assume that the Battle Royal for the women's number one contendership is the main event, which is the, the case. So we get a pretty cool video package, though, for this video. Because like mm. over Christmas, uh, Grayson Waller went home yep. to Sydney, Australia. So the footage that he got someone to help film him and stuff like looks pretty cool when he's cutting his promos and, and talking that trash to braun uh which i which i liked it gave it a good feel uh and then of course him winning the the iron survivor to get here in this position so i think they i think they actually built this match up way better than a lot of braun breakers feuds yeah this was just in a few weeks but I, I thought they did a good job i thought that iron survivor match was excellent and i thought grayson waller's win was actually pretty clever how yeah. he got there so i think i think this feud has had a little more momentum than we're used to with bronze feud you know me i'm not a, the biggest waller fan i think he's he is pretty cheeky and pretty funny and can talk really well his wrestling definitely has improved don't mm. get me wrong but he definitely sold me on him when he did the shoey <laughs> and i said to you tonight davy if waller wins tonight get your finest cleanest pair of shoes we're doing a shoey. This time of year, I really don't have them. They're all... <laughs> I'll find some in the Beat up shoes. There, well, yeah. don't worry. He didn't win. But. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Maybe next time. Uh, his entrance, he had a big entrance as well. Kind of a video package highlighting all his moments. You know, jumping off the cage, the ladder. Beating up Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Which they can show again now. <laughs> um, and actually, this crowd are kind of behind Waller as well. There's dueling chance here. Waller slaps Breaker who uh, it pisses him off and he chases him around the ring. Uh, there's the vertical suplex, kip-up and standing moonsault combo from Braun. Uh, Waller comes back with a D uh, tornado DDT and then applies like the guillotine, the, the like front chancery wit. Uh, and this is where the Braun Breaker sucks chance start in the... John Cena, John Cena theme style. Theme. Remember when people would say saying John Cena sucks? It was that, but Braun Breaker. This is sucks? the thing in this in this kind of studio environment. It just takes like three people. five people who are mates to like start a chant like this, and yeah. it, it suddenly sounds like everyone hates Braun Breaker. But I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. But Waller definitely with his supporters here. Uh, there was a big spear from Braun, like going into the corner, and as he hits it, the middle rope kind of falls off explodes and yeah a uh, breaker like selling this like it could have seriously hurt him as uh as waller kind of has a bit of a cheeky grin yeah they go into commercial break picture in picture and then you see like as they do that commentary like hey we're gonna try to get this ring fixed mm. i would say this is clearly a planned spot it looked like it was executed safely mm. where like he gets speared so hard it 
funny enough, it was Waller who speared Braun into the corner mm. for this oh, that's the break. Right. Yes. Uh, so then, like during the break, he's still beating up when the, when you he's see like, like choking him with it at one. Point, yeah, you throat. see like the, then they're trying to fix the ring and everything like that. So when we finally come back, like Waller was using that in his advantage to gain mm. control. So it was an interesting take because they don't usually do that yeah. in WWE. Uh, Breaker after the break applies an armbar, which we don't really see him use much. There's then a forearm exchange. Braun misses a clothesline, and Waller follows up with one of his own right from behind to the back of the neck, which looked pretty nasty. Uh, Waller then mocks the breaking pose that Bron does and puts the Steiner recliner on Bron. Uh, Bron starts to come back. He hits a bulldog off the top, goes for the spear, but Waller dips to the outside, strings Bron up on the ropes, and then goes for his diving, rolling, rolling stunner. stunner. But as he's doing it, you can see Bron waiting to hit the spear, and Grayson scouts that. So as Bron goes for the spear... Instead of going for the stunner, Grayson Waller hits a knee to the head. In I thought it was timed perfectly. This this looked crazy. It looked great. Yeah, this was nuts. Like who knew Waller had it in him to hit this like roll through pop up into a counter into a high, almost V trigger like knee strike. So pretty pretty impressive from Waller. Yeah, really nice timing here. Um, and then Waller starts to climb up to we assume do his elbow drop, but the middle rope gives out again. <sighs> And Waller falls to the outside and the referee starts to count and Grayson Waller doesn't make it in the ring in time, gets counted out. So Bron is announced as the winner, but you can see Bron isn't happy. He didn't want it that way. Yeah, controversial, as they say. Grayson Waller's pissed. He says if the rope wasn't broken, he would have won the match and kind of throughout the night basically tweeting like, hey, this isn't over, Sean, and kind of mentioning that. By the end of the night, this 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 decision has to be reversed or something along those lines. But you know what? An interesting take. WWE's been good at. I, I think back to SummerSlam where they're like, "How many times have Brock and Ro- and Roman faced off? Okay, what could we do? Well, it's a last man standing match, which usually suck. Let's let's break the ring. Let's have a tractor. Like let's make something really memorable yeah. from that by doing that. WWE's really thinking outside the box a bit more when it comes to that. It wasn't my favorite. I actually didn't like the finish, but I n- understand why they do it because clearly we're going to a rematch with a stipulation added. I like. I I thought the match was pretty good. I, I think Waller's definitely stepped up. That that kind of stunner spear knee you thing cool. I thought was great. And I I agree. I thought the the rope spot was kind of. It's not something we've really seen a great deal. Uh, so I, I did think that was unique. It wasn't just going to the well. Um, I didn't even mind the finish so much because it is like driving a story. It was more just on this show. A lot of matches had these non-finishes. You had, you know, we were meant to get Creed's versus Indusheer and that didn't happen. Uh, We'll go into the Battle Royal later. We had this with this match as well. Um, It just, when you look at the whole show and there's these sort of weird non-finishes, it gets a bit repetitive. Yeah. I thought in isolation... I didn't mind this match, and for what the story it's telling, it kind of works. Yeah, uh, we'll get a we'll get a reveal of what's to come regarding a rematch at the very end of this episode. Which, yeah, they rematch; they'll have another fight, which should be pretty good too. But yeah, uh, as much as I'm like ah, kind of hokey, playing as if the ring actually broke. So you're meaning to tell me WWE is very unsafe uh, <laughs> in in the ring because th- when they come back after break from this match. They have, is it Vic Joseph, right? Yeah. 
Vic Joseph's job here is to let us know that the ring now has been double enforced. They put double the screws and bolts. He names someone who's like, like this person, like this guy that can check rings or whatever. The best ring checker <laughs> has fucking the best ring checker. checked this ring right now. Like, so money now. There won't be. There won't, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be checking rings uh, for sure. Uh, it's just funny that the little details there was like, hey, just to let you people know at home, this won't happen again because now we're going to make sure this ring is really safe because we have a 20-person battle royal later. We can't have this happen. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, Roxanne. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Perez is backstage and is asked who she would like to see win the Battle Royal. And she says, well, Cora Jade. No, only joking. She wants anyone to win but her. And she's excited uh, for the first premium live event outside of the CWC in three years. Which isn't true. Yeah, Stand and Deliver, right? Stand and Deliver last year. Yeah. Yeah. Was she on that card? No. Uh, and says that Gigi and I think maybe the first one just standing alone and delivering not piggybacking off of a weekend okay maybe right let's sure. say that's what let's go meant. with that yeah uh, she says that Gigi and JC are threats but she can't wait to watch the match and we then get a video package to hype up Charlie Dempsey versus Hank Walker yeah kind tonight. of yeah putting together some of the clips of what like Hank going to Gulak and Dempsey mm. and stuff like that. So that match is uh, happening. I want to shout out some super chats Ooh. in the live chat. Shout out Jamie Coe, who says, good work, guys. And shout out to Corey. You know, we love Corey, who asked you earlier where you got your shirt and you told him Old Navy. He says he now found the shirt on Old Navy. Therefore, he, I mean, maybe he'll get it. It's just a red flannel. Just a red Canadian shirt. flannel yeah, classic. But but it is a nice shirt. I haven't worn it for a while, yeah. actually. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you for making me feel yeah. nice today. Uh, so it's been sold, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do that So again. now what? Body Slam and DAZN <laughs> reporting it, apparently. Shit, son. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to the anyway, important let's stuff. Let's get back to the important stuff. Apollo Crews is watching Carmelo Hayes on an iPad. How was he doing this? Was he watching the clip on t- their Twitter? Because he wasn't watching, he was watching it live. He was watching a delay. 
That's a long delay. That segment was like an hour ago. Well, no, he's catching up. Right. He? All right. Yeah. You figure he has a vision. He would have he, saw that. He's already. got a better setup than we do. He's probably, you know, got the proper got his, to watch. This. You're telling me this guy still uses his iPad to watch things. He's got like futuristic visions and stuff. I would just tune in. Brayden, it doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. You my, know that. Come on. You got to. It's only to see yeah. the future. It's this is all, all psychics. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You yeah. can't. You can't just ask. You got to. They just come. Right. These visions. Yeah. yeah. Think of mediums, maybe. I don't know. Well, Apollo didn't see this guy. Show so up. Axiom comes in and he's like, "Ha, huh, you're watching. You're watching Mellow and Trick. Yeah, they've been getting under my skin as well. Uh, that trick still gets to me, even though I beat him. You can see it all over my face." He's obviously wearing a mask, and Apollo's like, "Yeah, I can." Basically, they they say, "Look, we've got unfinished business with these guys, and we should team up." And the match is made official later that next week it's Apollo Cruz and Axiom taking on Trick and Mellow. Yeah, I, I, broken record every time I see Axiom, I love the wrestling. Like, I think maybe one of the best kept secrets, bell to bell in ring. I hate the character. The mathlete luchador. I hate the fact that he keeps trying to. He's the comedian that uses the same joke every mm. single time. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you, we get it, and you're trying to be funny and, mm. and you know having fun. But I'm definitely like, I don't like that character whatsoever. But when the bell rings, man, this guy is incredible. They don't really hit the mathlete thing over your head. Not all, anymore. All, all he's ever doing is wearing turtlenecks and not, walking not, around. Not lately. Stage, but Apollo goes. Apollo goes. You're good with numbers. How about two v's two? It's like that—that's clever. Yeah. Good for you. But yeah, they've definitely toned down the like math kind of stuff. But yeah, good stuff. We go to Hank Walker with Drew Gulak in his corner, taking on Charlie Dempsey, and this is where Vic is assuring us the ropes have been reinforced. There's this big shoulder breaker from Hank, who uh, still just wearing his jeans and boots and shirt. Sorry, the storyline is: Hey, Drew, I—I uh, I, I was a security guard. I became a wrestler here at NXT. I got that contract from HBK, but you know, I'm just not, the wrestling isn't hitting quite yet. Like, is there anything you can like teach me? And Drew's like, yeah, like, look, I'm doing all this and shows him a bit. And then says, I'll watch your match or whatever. And Hank still just shows up dressed like this. Wouldn't he show up in like a single? If he's going to like wrestling school, essentially, yeah. Drew should be like, and get yourself some gear. Yeah. Tape it, your fists. Here are my old ring boots. Some boots. Fit him, but yeah. Yeah. Anything. Something like that. I don't know. I, it just, it looks really weird it, watching him. But then Andre Chase is the same. It's he? like, it's like Seth Rogen from Knocked Up. That's who I see when the Hank Walker <laughs> wrestles. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's this big shoulder breaker, which looked pretty nice from Walker. Um, Booker saying that, look, Hank Walker has been putting in the work and now he's wrestling on a PLE. And Vic's like, no, he's not. That's in this, February. This is not a PLA. You're on yeah. TV book. Yeah. Uh, there's the regal stretch from what Dempsey. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there's the regal stretch from Dempsey, and but Hank gets the rope. There's then these clubbing forearms across the face from Dempsey. Uh, Hank then applies a cross arm breaker. Wow. Yeah. This was pretty impressive. learning. Yeah. Very, very Alberto Del Rio, John Moxley-esque. And this was super impressive here because... Uh, Hank Walker's big and Dempsey's not not huge at no, all. No. But Dempsey bridges out of this to roll through and start striking him on the back and then applies the regal stretch. Hank goes for the ropes. Gulak is begging him to reach, reach. And Dempsey just rolls this through to the middle of the ring and makes him tap with the regal stretch. 
really impressive here from Dempsey, especially on someone a lot, lot bigger. Yeah, no, I, I actually like for this quick little match and, you know, Hank, the security guard for what it's worth. This was for me a highlight of, you know what? No, I'll give Hank. He, he did a, he did a cross arm breaker ble- yeah. and a great shoulder breaker that looked almost like a tombstone. Bless, bless Hank Walker. Uh, but Charlie Dempsey is the one who has my interest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm alone there, but the fact that he's Regal's kid instantly, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he can do. And so far, the little things, he's man. Looking, he's looking good. He's looking real we good. We haven't really seen him like tested with a like a long match yet in yeah. NXT, but from what I'm seeing, I'm really liking with this guy. Yeah. Uh, do you? Th- <laughs> and like it not it looking legit. Like Hank Walker's a lot bigger than this guy, and I thought his submissions on him, yeah, looked legit. Like it looked like he was throwing him around. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Maybe, so, I mean, clearly we're going with like a wrestling style club here with, you know, combat club style with Gulak and Dempsey, possibly Hank Walker. I don't know, really. And then we would assume, you know, eventually Willie Regal shows up. Or is Willie Regal just showing up tomorrow night being like, hey, I'm uh, here for work. Uh, wait, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm here. For, it's dynamite. I'm here for work. But you, but you left. Uh, it was a story, wasn't it? Don't think I left. I got beat up by MJF. I still work here. Are you? Huh. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Regal's on the phone right now. No. Uh, look, Charlie Dempsey. It's so early in his career, at least here, like being on TV in these quick, short matches. But the little bursts that we're seeing, like, yeah, man, like in five years, who knows? We're gonna be talking about him fighting Danielson or something crazy. Hopefully, you know, down the line. I, I, I see, I see things. He's got that mean face. That mm. Pete Dunn Butch mean that stretching scout. people. Yeah, something about him. I like it. Alba Fire approaches Sol Ruka backstage and says, Look, I, I owe you a match because she she kind of what interfered in, in one the other week uh, with Isla Dawn. She says, I owe you a match. And Sol says, No, no, you don't have to do that. And she goes, Do you want a match or not? <laughs> and Sol's like, Yo, okay, yeah, I'll have a match. And then Alba's like, I'm so sorry. I've got a lot on my mind at the moment. I'm sorry. Alba, get it together. People might be getting sold to the Saudis. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, like, Soul should be like, I didn't get to fight you. I would still like that opportunity. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. But that's not Soul, is it? She's like, yeah, whatever, man. Too much Soul. Sure. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. Soul, we'll talk about Soul Steel in the show later. We then get a, a video package hyping up the return of Tyler Bate. He says uh, after his loss to Bron, he took some time off. Time to reflect. Now he's back to face new faces and old. And this time he's staying. Yeah, this is pretty cool. A lot of people have been asking where the hell this guy's been, especially after the short little run where he gave up, handed Braun Breaker the UK title. They packed up NXT UK for good. And then this guy's just been, I don't know, doing yoga, twirling his mustache for the past few months. So you know what? I'm actually really excited to see this guy. He specifically ended the vignette promo here and he said, I'm coming back to NXT and this time I'm here to stay. Yes. Uh, So, cause he has like come to NXT a lot of times with the, he did the, obviously the, the tag run, the tag tight run, then he disappeared. Then he came back for a short singles run and disappeared. Then he came back for this run. Yeah. Disappeared. So yeah, good. I, I think he's a great wrestler. Look, I, I, him mixing up with those the UK lads who've moved over and your you know your mellows and all that yeah good stuff I, I definitely think he's a great wrestler I just don't know what else like if you've already he's already lost to Braun we've already done the program multi man matches and stuff so like maybe 
main roster, but I just don't know what they really do with him in, anyways over there. So as long as he's back on NXT, that means we're going to get some good wrestling. And you're right, like him against Axiom again, JD, they, he, it shows different faces that he's kind of calling out. Mello, Braun, JD, and Axiom, I think, are yeah. the ones they flashed. So great matchups possibly coming soon. Yeah. And then we go to NXT Anonymous. This is like being tweeted out earlier in the day. And it's a... Sorry, what the... What? So it's... We we see scripts going into oh a locker room, leaving a note for Oro Mensa because they've been feuding and, and scripts like leaving. I think so. Sure. They had a match the other week, didn't they? So they're feuding. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, he's he's written a little note for Oro. Yeah. And NXT Anonymous is watching on and is stalking this kind of stalker and says, even if you can't see me, I have eyes and ears everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just more scripts. The Watcher leaving love notes. It means Valentine's Day is coming no, up. Script, Maybe that's, someone is watching scripts. Someone's watching someone, scripts? Yeah. Sorry, this I was under someone, the impression this was all scripts doing this. I, I Well, no, scripts is scripts. Why would he be WWE Anonymous? This but is he's already... No, so, this is a different character. Scripps is the guy who leaves, like, does the, 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 yeah, the writing. Yeah, watching him do it. This is That's like... That's what I got, because everything else has been from Scripps. This is like the Zodiac Killer or something going on here. How can this angle get any more fucking stupid? And this is exactly it. So I think, yeah, I think this is a different character who's what? a stalker. No. Yeah. Absolutely stalking not. stalking Scripps. Why would Scripps stalk himself anonymously? Sorry, I Scripps thought... would send this from Scripps. I thought Scripps was writing notes to... Oro Mensa, yeah, and because, someone was spying on scripts. Do this. What was that? What was that Attitude Era TV thing where they followed people like Goldust and Val Venus? XTV. What was oh, it called? What the uh, right. yeah? An Attitude Era. Remember, like the backstage cameras. Yeah, they call you the Big Show. Remember, like yeah, they I would spy on people. Yeah. It, it was. Is this supposed to be like that? I don't know. Because this is like <laughs> WWE Anonymous, right? That was it, or NXT Anonymous? <laughs> we. We were roommates. We were watching this at the same time in the same room, and we both got different takes from watching this. So I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I completely missed the yeah, ball. Yeah, look, but... it starts off like outside of the door. So this You're is someone me like rewatch this. Like okay. this, someone looking in and spying as on. Scripps is leaving a a little love letter to Oro Mensa. So NXT, but it's from NXT Anonymous. Maybe NXT Scripps has his own account. Okay, so NXT Anonymous is just like. And look, in NXT Largo, he was watching Odyssey Jones pick up a Uber Eats, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you think Odyssey Jones got double meat? He, look, he's watching Caden and Katana here. And... Wow, I, this is the first I've heard of NXT Anonymous. And we we That's watch the crazy. show every week. We need, we need Up Next Anonymous. <clears throat> up Next Anonymous. Someone's watching us all the time. That, sorry, GTV. Thank you, everyone in the okay. chat. GTV, yes. yeah, wow. Uh Dude, how how like scripts is already the worst thing possibly going in NXT, maybe ever. Uh, and now there's another person spying on that guy. So great, let's keep it going. DDP's back. He, <laughs> was he? He was spying on the Undertaker's wife. He's stalking Sarah. Undertaker's yeah. Spying. So now yeah. we got sorry, we got poetic Cirque du Soleil luchadors. We got stalkers. Well, we're about to talk about the, the streamer. <laughs> 
in a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. More gimmicks coming. Yeah, yeah that's coming great. up a little later. Yeah. Uh, we go to Julius Creed versus Jinder Mahal. And Julius is pissed at Jinder for attacking him earlier. So charges him right away. Delivers these big punches in the corner. Uh, Julius Creed leaps to the top rope, hitting a huge superplex, which always looked great. Um, Kurt Angle-esque. And then uh, Jinder comes back with these big like knees to the face. And we see... Julius is actually busted open from the mouth. Jinder's now delivering these big forearms. And Creed starts to come back with big forearms of his own. And then this kind of front suplex power slam thing, which which looked lovely from Julius. Yeah, I mean, this guy is is definitely a machine when it comes to the ring. Some of the suplexes this guy can do very... You, you, we compare him to Kurt Angle a lot, but it's because he does the Kurt Angle type moves. Like the, the jumping to the top rope, cat-like belly-to-belly mm. is a thing of perfection uh julius then gets ginger on his shoulders and hits his like rolling death valley driver and this he goes to the top rope but sanger gets on the apron causing the distraction julius goes for the shooting star uh and this is where uh ginger moves but julius still lands on his feet rolls through really impressive here but runs into a big like super kick side crescent kick and then the coloss for the win ah, Mahal. Felt great to see the Coloss again. Remember that move? Yeah. The director's cut, whatever else anyone else called that move. Yeah, look, Jinder showing up, cool. We have this stable. I think all we're missing is Shanky. Shanky is was dancing on SmackDown, I think, at one point. Okay, yeah. Uh Shank, Shanky might be might be gone. I don't oh, know. Oh man. What about maximum male models? No, they're they're still kicking around. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah look, Julius Creed is a great wrestling, great wrestler. The Creeds are great wrestlers. The thing that for me that has been kind of stunting their growth here in NXT and WWE is a lot of their promo stuff. Mm-hmm. They've been giving some, they've been given some like pretty whack storylines. Like again, where they're probably some of their biggest fans. We we watch the show every week. We think they're going to be big stars in WWE, but some of their promos in Vance are pretty cheesy and very laughable. Where it's like. Why would you put these guys in that position when they come across pretty badass and pretty? Yeah, you don't need to talk much. You're they you're, sounded good at times. They have, they? they have definitely. So to now like have them in the storyline where these two guys really want to fight you, well, we want you at your best, and then like, well, the other guy's not here now. Here's Jinder Mahal. It's just like they've been beating around this bush for like a, mm. way too long. Where I just also don't well, care. Is this for Roddy to come back though? So you can get a bit of a three-on-three. Hey, I didn't even think of that. I did see Roddy kind of posting a lot in the last week. Like loads of like stuff from Ring of Honor and all these... Very vague things? Yeah, with just diamonds on each one. Wow. So there's he's he's saying he's going to Ring of Honor. But I mean, you've got a a trio now with... That would be cool. Unless Veer's disappeared. I don't know where Veer was tonight. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I, I like Julius. I like that they give the Creed these singles matches as well to get them to improve on, on that front. I actually thought Jinder looked better than I remember him here. I, I thought this was quite a competitive match, and because uh, I'm not a big fan of Jinder's wrestling, don't hinder the Jinder. But I I thought he like looked in great shape here, and I I didn't think he was bad in the ring either. I thought uh, so. We'll see. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not I'd like to I'd it. like this group to do well because I I am high on Sanger. Uh, I, I kind of I want. We've seen so many times these kind of you know big Indian wrestlers coming in and kind of just not doing it at all i'd like something to finally click and i i think there is um a bit more personality in sanger for sure and i i hope the other guys step up as well so 
We'll see. I, you got me high. Like, I want to see Roddy back. I just like seeing Roddy wrestle. Mm. Like, before the guy is not going to wrestle forever. So I, I just want to see him have the best matches. Yeah, I'd like to see him in AEW and Ring of Honor and, you know, revisit some old indie wrestling darling stuff. But he's had a pretty great run in WWE, in my opinion. Yeah, he's been chilling in NXT. Never forget he won in Survivor Series against AJ and Nakamura. Never forget. But Roddy coming back would make me a bit interested in this, like, three-on-three kind of uh style match between the two mm. teams for sure i i could get into it last thing is shout out julius creed doing the like t-bone suplex like the shelton yeah. one but like really lifted him here and uh, he's been doing it lately i love it backstage with briggs and jensen who are nursing their wounds and fallon henley and kiana james are with them as kiana's kind of checking on on Bri- oh, on brooks ah. um and they said kiana asked why why did they do that to you guys and they say, well, Gallus are pissed because of the pub rules match we had when we won. And Fallon says, look, we're going to go out there and take care of this battle royal. And Jensen says, yeah, we'd love to go out there. But look at look at him. He's so beaten up. And Fallon says, yeah, I'm looking and I'm not liking what I'm seeing as Kiana James is caressing Briggs, uh, Brooks Jensen. Um, so T kind of... We saw this last week with Kiana kind of congratulating Fallon. Kiana still playing very, very sweet with these, but Fallon's not quite buying it. But but uh, Brooks is in love. Look, I, I'm a sucker for romance in my wrestling, for mm-hmm. sure. And I mean, Kiana James seems very genuine and simply just has feelings for Brooks Jensen. Or does she? <laughs> She's not getting the bar. I kind of like, like, Brooks is probably like, yeah, I know you're probably stringing me along here, but... I'm here for the ride while it, while it lasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Brooks and Jensen never had a, a team go so 180 on uh, my view on them. So bless them. We'll I want to get see. their names right. What's their name? Brooks <laughs> Josh Jensen. Briggs and Brooks Jensen. I just, Brooks and Briggs is too similar. Yeah. So I always say Briggs Jensen. Briggs and Jensen is yeah. the easier one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Brooks isn't a first name. Come on. What is. Yeah. It's. Brooks Jensen. It's because he's BJ, B two. Yeah, Who's his dad? B, B, BJ and JB. JB. Yeah. And double B. Double B. B squared. Yeah. B two. Yeah. 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 Uh, apparently, John Cena is Brooks Jensen's godfather. Is that so? Yeah. Nice. Because he he tweeted last night, uh, last week after NXT, Brooks Jensen tweeted a picture, a screen cap of something that happened with Kiana in a scene with him, mm. and said, uh, "John Cena is my godfather, so call me the." The doctor of Risonomics. Bless Brooks Jensen. Nice. Future WWE world champion. He's young. Like, you never know. He's like 20 this years guy, old or something. He's, he's so young. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. We'll see. <laughs> we get a video package for Stevie Turner. And she's... Stevie Turner? I thought it was Steven Tyler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Stevie, <laughs> Stevie Tyler. No. Steve... Stevie Turner? Stevie Turner. Stevie Turner. Why Stevie did I Tyler write Stephen Tyler? Is the lead singer of Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty sick if, if they were on this episode. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's a Twitch streamer. Yeah. That's, I mean, in a nutshell, you just explained it. So she's got her whole setup. She looks like, you know, she's got a ring light. She's got a, her, her lights. She's got a studio setup, her yeah. headset on. And Sorry, I thought they fired Mandy for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a content creator. Okay, so I'm assuming that this is like she's more of a gamer because it says like stream started. It's got like digital, yeah. like kind of, you know, all that. Well, 
eight bit stuff. She says. She says she's. I'm old. the resident data collector, and I will be downloading you with information all about me. Uh, Still not really confirming or denying. What and we says I'm always two about. levels above and two steps ahead. Yeah, this Streets was ahead. Of, this was one of those things where it's. Um, yeah, she she looks she she's young. This girl looks young. You could buy her as a Twitch streamer. This is the land of crazy gimmicks. It's sure. And if we see maybe like you know her have a chat show at some point, but it's like a a Twitch stream. Twitch stream. Sure. Um, but then it's the language that is so obviously written by someone who knows nothing about all this to mm. say to have what twenty year old. I'm guessing she's about twenty. Twenty twenty one. What would say, I'm a resident data collector and I will be downloading you with information all about me. It's like, okay. Yeah. Now hitting us over the head with what you are, you're not using any language like a young girl would be using. It's, this was horrible, I thought. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty weird. Look, I, I love WWE and NXT for trying new things. Like, absolutely. Like, you're, you, we've seen... All sorts of, we've seen weirder characters than this, right? In fact, there's already characters on the independence who have this character. I've mentioned, I watch. Every wrestler today has this character. Yeah, Adam Everyone Cole. This, Adam this, Cole is this, this Twitch wrestler. streamer, yeah. And they don't talk like this or act like <laughs> this, right? Uh, it's, it's weird. I, I, I watch uh, Women of Wrestling. I've told you, WoW has been my guilty pleasure as of late. And there's a character who who on there uh, wrestles, and she's like her whole gimmick is a streamer. I'm blanking on her name, but it's like Twitch or Switch the streamer or something like that. And it's very similar, like the way her gear is like eight bit and all that right. stuff. And I think she comes out with like a, a controller or something. I mean, shout out Big Game Leroy who plays the Switch, like Orange Cassidy. He's all over the independence. We've seen him live a few times and stuff. Yeah. Like he's hilarious. But to do a streaming thing, like again, I didn't get, I did not get the vibe of like. An OnlyFans cam girl. No, not at all. No. But it just like, hey, I'm here for the stream. No, it started off with her watching her NXT UK matches, right. And kind of commenting on it. So it, it yeah. was like her, do, like we would do a a watch along yeah. back in the day. It looked like that kind of thing. So yeah, look, it's it's pretty silly, but that's in today's age. Like streaming is a huge it thing. Is. I just think there's a, a cooler way to do this yeah. kind of like we've seen which i think they've actually done quite well when they've done the tiktoks where you know it's like two of the girls backstage are making a dance video and a fight breaks out behind them as they're recording a twitch show i think that kind of works uh, sorry a tiktok i think this i mean i don't know if, if she's been twitching but they could have built this up over a while and like have it like oh this happened on a stream earlier this week she should have been scripts stuff like that yeah, she should have been the one spying on people. I installed cameras. I can. I do all this digital. I don't know. Like, I think back to OG NXT stands. Will know. You know the the hacker. What Solomon Crow? Like, yeah. remember that shit? Like, you could do something like that. I guess if you're gonna go that way. Uh, you know, I'm in Toronto for years. I've been watching independent. Shout out Smash Wrestling. But there was a gimmick named. Uh, the hacker Scotty O'Shea, I think he was. He oh was, yeah, yeah. He was a regular here. He would come out. He, he'd come out and wear like the the nerdy glasses with tape, and he'd give them the kids, and then he'd beat the shit out of his opponents with like keyboards and game controllers and stuff like that. It's been it's been definitely like done, but WWE really hasn't done it. So in, in a while, that's really gotten far, gotten over. Mm-hmm. So 
why the hell not would you take this like young blonde girl who, who I have not watched a lot of her wrestling. I have seen bits and pieces of her in NXT UK. But hey, why not give it a Twitch streamer gimmick? Like we've seen way worse, to be honest. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But like we're complaining and yet scripts is still a thing. So <laughs> really, I don't know. This is this is week this one. Is, this is week one and we'll see how it translates yeah. to the ring. It's just funny. Um, yeah, we then get confirmed for next week. It's Mello and Trick versus Axiom and Apollo and Gallus are taking on Briggs and Jensen. And then we can also confirm WWE's been sold to Disney. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we can't confirm nor deny Can't that. confirm or deny, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just say the words confirm to me right now. <laughs> As I just see Jason Solomon, nothing is confirmed. Yeah. Nothing is confirmed and everything is a lie. Yeah. Um, we go to the main event of the evening. It's the NXT Women's Battle Royal, 20 women. Uh, I'm just kind of going to go through the eliminations here. Cora Jade is immediately eliminated by uh, Valkyria, which was the bird lady, the bird lady, which was a bit of a surprise as she was probably one of the favorites. Um, so Cora's out immediately. Uh, Kiana then dumps Paxley out of the ring. Uh, Lash Legend gets chopped pretty like this was pretty loud by Amari Miller. And then Legend just jumps her and sends her out the ring. Sol Ruka in kind of a, a bit of a Kofi rumble spot here gets thrown out but lands on her hands starts to walk and then she teases doing the the kind of flipping back onto the feet and does one leg and then is like oh no pushes back up and walks back to the ring did i not say this was what was going to happen last week week. (laughs) yeah Yeah. we said this is totally set up for her to do the kofi spot this was her test yeah so that they can book her for the rumble in a few weeks yeah i i mean i think we've she passed we've seen them do uh like Casey Catanzaro pretty quickly got her in a rumble spot. Yeah. Could totally see them have her in it. We've, we've seen a lot of the same people. The women's rumble has less to like pick from when it yeah. comes to legends and things like that. So you, a fun spot like this would totally work. Like call me crazy. You could instantly have people knowing who she is. If a, you throw her in the rumble when she comes out, people won't know who she is, no. but you have her do this spot. Yeah. Get back in the ring and then hit that like flipping cutter thing. Yeah. She does. Dude, people will be talking about that yeah. for like days about like who is this person. So yeah, yeah, not saying a call up, but yeah, spot the rumble. Absolutely, why not get Absolutely. some attention. She she's only been here for a little while. She hasn't done too much to like impress, but every time we do see her, she like gets better and better. And like I know she comes in here as the the, the surfer gimmick, which I think she clearly actually lives the gimmick. But she's just become the the lady who walks on her hands in the background, mm-hmm. and I think that's also very funny. Yeah. So like. I thought she she definitely nailed it here. And like if that was an audition for the Rumble, she can do this in front of thousands of people at, in San Antonio. Book it. Yeah. yeah. You're, if you're not seeing it this this year, book it next year, yeah. but this was pretty great. Thea Hale then eliminates Valentina for Royce. Uh Indy eliminates Lash Legend, uh Valkyria then eliminates Kiana James. Um and then Zoe throws out this was someone I didn't know. I think they said Danielle Carter. There was a few unfamiliar faces you know, yeah. here. Like I don't, I don't necessarily watch NXT level up if that's still a mm. show. So yeah. Uh, Cora Jade then runs back into the ring uh, to try and take out Valkyria, but Valkyria eliminates her again. Uh, in the break, Fallon Henley gets eliminated by Alba Fire. Electra Lopez eliminated. Wendy Chu then gets thrown out, but lands on the pillow. Yeah, we've seen her do this before. We've seen her be saved by the pillow. But this time, Electra Lopez 
pulls it from under her, sending her crashing. <sighs> she yanks the pillow. Yeah. Have you ever, like, I think back to when I was a kid and, like, you know, siblings or cousins or whatever, and you're, like, fighting or wrestling and someone's on a pillow. The easiest way to have them fall is pull the pillow from yeah. underneath them. She yanked it. It reminded me of, you know, uh, how Undertaker got concussed against Brock. It was that leg sweep on right. the outside. That's where, like, yeah. it's just a jolt Ouch. to your head. So Sleepy Wendy Chu could have been sleepier. So I assume this is Chu's next feud, her and Electra Lopez. Yeah. Uh, Sol Ruka then eliminates Zoe Starks in a in a big kind of Upset. moment for her there. Um, and Sol gets a really big reaction. Uh, she comes in with these drop kicks and clotheslines, goes for a hunt front handspring, but gets super kicked and then eliminated by Alba Fire. Uh, JC Jane then throws out fire, but she holds onto the ropes and Valkyria is trying to take her down with a like head scissors. Um, toxic attraction then dropkick both of them. And there's a step up Enziguri allowing Valkyria to take out Alba fire with the head scissors. Um, and then Valkyria, uh, is there, sorry, that's when Cora Jade then runs out and takes her out, takes yeah. out Valkyria. Uh, so that's a feud set up there between Cora Jade and Valkyrie, which feels fresh, which is good, I think. Yeah, I mean, Valkyrie's only been here for a few weeks, and right away jumping into that as a feud would make sense, yeah. And then uh, Gigi and JC uh, are the last two. So they start off by celebrating, and then you see this smile come across JC Jane where it looks like she's going to turn, and then they're both looking at each other like, well... What should we do? The toxic should, attraction implodes. Should we should we wrestle? Should have we both won? And then JC says, No, no, no. I'll do it. I'll eliminate myself. She's going over the top rope and Gigi's going, No, don't do it. And JC turns around and super kicks her in the face, goes to throw her out, but Gigi holds on, and now they're fighting on top of the turnbuckle, and both fall to the floor at exactly the same time. And they showed a bunch of replays here. And actually, we, we've seen this go wrong a lot of times yeah. in Battle Royals and Rumble Spots. They timed this perfectly. I this think. was John Cena, Batista, 05. Yeah. Not, not so much Vince McMahon running in, pulling his quads, but we could well, only hope. Uh, yeah, uh, this, this was timed great uh, with both of them falling on either side and then basically being like, well, they're both the winner. So just like Apollo Crews, they also saw the premonition of them both winning tonight. And it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, kind of cool ending. I Interesting, thought. Yeah. yeah. I think this this makes sense. This was the most uh, teased of any kind of winner was these two and how they got there kind of having the split. I don't think it's a solid split, but I think there's going to be that lack of trust now going into a triple threat match. And I totally see it's them turning against each other that gets Roxanne to win this. So it's Roxanne who says, I'll fight you both. Yes. And that, that I, I'm assuming Vengeance Day, it's a triple threat match. Which, look, uh, it's cool that Toxic Attraction are kind of getting their own kind of singles action, world title action, especially if they're actually going to face each other, which we've never seen them really do here in WWE, considering they've been tag team partners since they've been here. So, like, that's pretty cool. I would say it's, it's, it's classic NXT WWE shit where they go... We're so mad at you, Roxanne. Why? Why are you so mad at her? We're so mad of what you've done to us. Oh, yeah? What did, you, what did she do? We don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what, what, what exactly did she really do? She, she took the title from she us. Title. She took the title from you, specifically? Yes, so we want revenge. So it's kind of like, all right, let's just pretend like that all that other shit didn't happen. 
I'm I'm sure that Roxanne and these two can have a great match, but something deep inside was like maybe do that for a TV program, and I kind of wished the pay per view like Vengeance Day was Roxanne v you know someone a bit. I don't know, a bit more exciting. I, I think the big one's going to be Stand and Deliver. I think that's the right. big show because now, so the show ends with uh, backstage with Shawn Michaels sat down. And he says, NXT's done. We've he, been he's sold. He's like, I'm here for one more <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, like, while, while we were watching NXT, while I'm sure a lot of other people were watching NXT, if you watched it live tonight, you were watching NXT, but then you were also trying to follow Twitter, or whatever, Twitter yeah. and internet and post wrestling and all this stuff, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And then they start to tease, Shawn Michaels is going to have this announcement. announcement. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's saying bye to trips. Like Mick at one point, who looks quite serious and goes, and we've got big news coming up. Big news. Anyways, the, you want to know what the big news is? We booked Apollo Crews and Axiom next week against Mello and Trick. And you're like, oh, okay. It's big news. Um, so Sean <laughs> is in the office and is sat down with Bron Breaker and Grayson Waller and says he wants a decisive win. So at Vengeance Day, it's going to be the two of them in a steel cage match. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels, I think, this Vengeance Day, um, we're kind of paying off some feuds we've already got going because we've had this uh, toxic attraction thing for a while. We've had the uh, Bron Breaker Waller thing for a while now. I definitely think Stand and Deliver is the one they're going to build these big matches to, probably the Bron Breaker Carmelo Hayes match and hopefully a, a bigger opponent for Roxanne. Yeah, I'm already kind of like not as interested in, in this next pay-per-view like whatsoever. I know it's supposed to be special because they're going back on the road. They're going to North Carolina. Cool. Already kind of not in the direction I, I'm i super interested. To be fair, you know what? I think Braun and Waller in a cage could be pretty good. I'm still like, all right. I, I just maybe it was on, it's on me as like thinking we'd be going to something a bit better, mm-hmm. a bit more exciting. Honestly, like WWE just seems maybe we're we're in this limbo. We're still just letting Sean do whatever he wants. It's not like he's gonna go Triple H takeover level on us, being like, oh yeah, I need to book Cora versus Mako and and this and that. Like, no, we're not doing that. We're getting two members of Toxic Attraction versus Roxanne. Yeah. It's still this NXT like 2.0 that we're kind of in. But you know what? Uh, but then. It like right. this is developmental. What yeah. good is it having Mako who's proven? Like it's if these are like if a Gigi and JC are the kind of act that they want to move on a Raw or SmackDown in front of these arenas, you kind of have to book them on these sh- arena shows. And and going back to you thinking like maybe they're holding off the bigger matches for Stand and Deliver. I I that must be the only reason you're not doing Carmelo versus. Braun Breaker. They're mm. clearly not planning on bringing Braun up right away until after that mania. So he'll lose the title and then show up on main roster. And Melo will be the the flag bearer here in NXT. Like, there's no de- debate that this guy will be the champion this year. And I guess the same goes for Roxanne. Like, why book Roxanne versus, I don't know, like, Cora when you could book Roxanne Cora, the final, like, chapter also at that show? Yeah, exactly. So it does make sense that they would wait. It just sucks because I'm this pay-per-view seems just another TV show, really. It doesn't already, it already sounds like it's not something to take a Saturday night off for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know what though? Uh, that being said, like tonight's episode, I, we were kind of, uh, frantic looking around like, oh, is WWE sold and all that? But we still paid attention to the show and there were still little glimpses of wrestling and they still managed to 
progress some storylines and and uh what we got axiom teaming with apollo that could be pretty cool tricks definitely stepped it up in the ring uh the creeds possibly regaining roddy hopefully maybe Mm. that could be pretty cool so yeah i'm staying positive downside not enough chase university yeah and duke hudson yeah you know i've i have been positive on nxt recently i do think it's it's been a bit more consistent uh and i agree that that vengeance day doesn't sound like the the biggest show but i i am kind of uh, i think it had everyone's been improving and i think they are going in the right direction yeah um we do have some pieces of feedback on the poison rana facebook group yeah hey we have a poison rana facebook page twitter Instagram, all that stuff, but there's a Facebook group you can find, the Poison Rana group, and we post that feedback there and memes and all sorts of fun stuff, but we'll read it here, including one, I'll read the first one, from Dave Parker, who writes in, he says, I don't know what is worse, the current Vince saga or the ending to that title match. What a stinker. I think he's... The, re- the Vince saga. <laughs> the Vince saga's worse, Dave. <laughs> he, he, then, he then wrote in and said, just to make sure, it is the Vince saga. Yes, thank you. Thank you there, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> we go to Chris, who says, I've been dipping in and out of NXT for a bit, so I apologize if I'm not following this correctly. But his scripts, the guy who was hacking and anonymously messing with NXT for a bit, now being stalked and messed with by a new mystery guy... Or is this anonymous NXT thing like the GTV thing from the Attitude Era? Yeah. Um, yes, we, we don't know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and also the whole thing didn't make sense. Script had his name on the card he put in Mensa's bag. It wasn't going to be some big mystery. Side note, I'm pretty sure Booker T said it's an, anonymo- an anomaly. It happens all of the time in regard to the pop- rope popping out. That's not how anomalies work. <laughs> what (laughs) uh sean writes in last one here he says up and down tonight too many wonky finishes but i do like a lot of the stuff that was set up especially the battle roy battle royale finish hopefully vengeance day is a lot better Mm -hmm. and sean's usually pretty positive on on nxt so maybe he wasn't feeling it as much with that lead into vengeance day but yeah that was your feedback that's what we you thought of nxt that's what we thought of nxt Oh boy, this whole show could be dated by the time you're listening to this. Well, I think, yeah, like there's only so much we can really talk about. Like, and we will be talking all, all about this on Sunday's Poison Rana show. Yeah, I mean, by the time we do a, a show on our feed on Poison Rana Sunday afternoon, there'll probably be more stuff official to maybe talk about. But again, postwrestling.com for all the stuff that John away. Yeah, I'm sure I know John will be talking about it. John Pollock's going live with Brandon Thurston. Thurston uh, tomorrow being Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. There we go. Uh, on right this here. YouTube feed yeah. um, to talk all about all the breaking news, which is still kind of, you know, it, it, it seems like it seems like from all these people tweeting that maybe WWE has been sold to to Could uh, be. to this Saudi Arabian company. Which- so El Generico is all elite <laughs> like. Really? I don't, what what happened? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the fallout's going to be crazy with this and certainly be watching it all week. But yeah, what a what a crazy day. Yeah, uh, maybe, possibly yeah. a crazy day. What it looks like to be. So yeah, hey, by the time you're listening to this, everything could be dated. It could be real. It could be not real. It could be Disney. It could be NBC. It could be Live Golf. But our NXT review will live forever. We'll always be reviewing NXT. <laughs> NXT TakeOver Jeddah. We need that as an upcoming NXT TakeOver yeah. show. Bring them back. If they could bring back the Ultimate Warrior... No, wait. They tried to do that, right? 
Who did they try to bring back? Yokozuna. They asked for Yokozuna. Oh, they, they asked for Yokozuna, so they got... Was it Akibono? Who knows who could know. come back to yeah. wrestling now? Eddie Guerrero is going to show up as a hologram or something yeah. in the future of wrestling. Who knows? Uh, yeah, wrestling's wrestling's crazy. Uh, and a reminder that if you if you don't like this this potential news about WWE being sold, AEW every Wednesday night on whatever channel you watch it on, it can be your your great uh, alternative. Yeah. to WWE programming. Support your local independent wrestling companies. Yeah, go to your local high school gym or whatever it is that they do it at, and have a fun time. Those shows are more fun than WWE shows. Anyways, they're so, super fun. Yeah, yeah. we go, go to a go lot of indie shows in Toronto. Support local guys. Support local. Go to your indie Try wrestling shows. Yeah. yeah, why not? And report back to us. That's your goal in the next few months. Try out an indie show instead of buying a WWE shop order. Buy a. Uh, I don't. We'll, we'll be going to Demand Lucha next month. Go to that. Yeah, go there. Yeah, right. go to all Anything. the the local indie feds Do if it. WWE is something maybe you don't want to be supporting. But, I mean, it's wrestling. You're not going to go away from it. It's wrestling. Mm. But Vinnie Mac definitely leaving a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh, oh, yeah. So pour one out for Steph Stephanie McMahon. Else. She's all grown up. Pour one out for, uh, I don't know, Triple H, maybe. Pour mm. one out for WWE. Yeah. Pour one out. <laughs> pour one out. Pour one out for everyone who hung out with us on the Post YouTube channel here today. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you guys. We do this every Tuesday night after NXT goes off the air. We go live. Uh, but we do all these other podcasts, like we mentioned. Over on Poison Rana, we cover all the topics of wrestling throughout the week. We just did a Wrestle Kingdom review show with Karen Peterson. We have another one coming up this Sunday. This this week on our free feed, I'm going to be releasing a free version, which we released a few months ago on our Patreon, but I'm going to give it to you for free. Best match ever, Io Shirai, mm. with me, you, and Karen Peterson chatting all about the best of Io Shirai before her WWE run. So this was pretty sweet. We have a match, the match listings and everything. So I'll put that on the Poison Rana feed for free, but you want to hear all the other stuff, patreon.com slash Poison Rana. For only five bucks, you get access to like 500 shows. We do so many wrestling movie reviews, all that stuff. Go check us out and be our friend. Do it. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Shout out John Pollock and Wei Ting for letting us be here on the feed. Can't wait to hear John and Brandon Thurston chat up about this story tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And no chance. That's, that's what you got. <laughs> then, now. Forever. Together. Ahoy! Fuck them. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.